Hey guys, Matt Sutton here and welcome to a shorter episode of Mastering You Today. This is one of our bonus episodes where I'm delving into a specific topic and this is actually part two of my beginner's guide to effective exercise. So in this part today, I'm going to be talking about the difference between exercise and training. Okay, so if you're a complete beginner to exercise, or maybe, you know, you have been a gym goer for many years, but you just never really know what you're doing, you're never knowing how to structure a training program, then you're definitely going to find this helpful. I hope you'll find this helpful. And um, it's really based on one of the principles that I've always been inspired by, which is the the self-mastery principle of effectiveness over efficiency. We can be really efficient at doing, let's say, a workout, for instance. But actually, if let's say you've got a bad back or you've got tight hamstrings or tight hips, then actually that could cause more. That one workout could cause more damage than anything else. So sure, you might burn some calories, but you might put that back out further. You might cause yourself more injury. So you could say, yes, it was efficient. Yes, you followed the workout or you tried to follow the workout as efficiently as you could, but it probably wasn't the most effective activity for you. And honestly, this principle can be used time and time and time again in all aspects of life. It's definitely a mastery principle and one that you can use. You know, I've seen it over the years with diets, people following, you know, these a lot many of these fatty diets where it's shakes, pills, potions, you know, for one or two weeks, three weeks or longer. And yeah, that can maybe they can be really efficient at following those diets, but as soon as they stop the diet, they haven't built the good habits around and they haven't built a good relationship around food. So, you know, it's not the most effective and practical answer to their you know, weight problems or whatever reasons they started the diet in the first place. It's always a really good principle to follow. Um, and like I said, in today, we're going to use that principle to look at the difference between exercise and training. Hope you enjoy. So this is part two of this new like mini series on the beginner's guide to effective exercise. Uh, just a quick recap on, on, on why I felt this is quite important. And um, yeah, just, just why I wanted to sort of share some value because we get lots of questions obviously all the time on how can I get fit, Matt? How can I lose the weight? Uh, what's the best type of exercise to burn fat? What's the best uh, What's the best time of training program to do? And so we've got all these different questions. And what I've noticed uh, is some of the thought processes around training and working out in generally can be really upgraded by just some real simple basic knowledge. Okay. So um, uh, if you're joining us live, feel free to drop any questions in below. Um, that you have around training and exercise. Um, I've got a few notes that I've just made here. So what I want to do in this kind of second part is go through the difference between what a workout is and what a training program is. Um, because the first thing to know is that there is no right or wrong. So I'm not going to say 
this is right, this is completely wrong. But what I will say is that understanding the difference will really help you loads on achieving your results because, because most people never really know which category or which camp they fall in. Um, and that can lead to a combination of things. It can lead to frustration and never achieving the results that you want. It can, it can lead to injuries. Um, so a whole host of things that we, we don't want. Um, so I, I have just wrote out my kind of definition of what training is. So training is a physical activity that you do that works towards an end result or outcome. Um, the workouts are specifically designed with the specific stress adaptations that produce a specific end result. There's a lot of specifics in that. I might, I might update my definition a little bit. Um, but essentially, if a training program is not designed with specific goals uh, to get you like stronger, faster, better conditions, then you can't call it training, in my opinion. In my opinion, that's just, that's what exercises. So if you, if you can't really, um, you can't really say I'm doing this because of this specific goal, then that's just like a workout. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. My definition of exercise, my personal definition, um, is just that it, it's something that lifts your heart rate beyond its normal resting um, point. And uh, the big one is it achieves a calorific burn. You know, and this is why most people go and do a workout because it achieves, it, it burns some calories. And why not? You know, if you, if you want to lose a few pounds, then then that's going to help, right? Um, however, it's not, again, even with weight loss, it could be way more specific, okay? Um, and obviously, we, we hear all the time, and I, and I would agree that, it, you know, for health reasons, we're, we're recommended that we should be exercising for roughly sort of 30 minutes, three to five times a week. Um, so let's look at kind of like what are the benefits of working out compared to maybe training. Um, so if we start with we start with working out. So I'm a big fan of working out. Just just a random workout. Um, you know, here's some examples from my own life. So well, obviously fun because you can you could call it a sport or a game. Just playing with your kids, you could you could call that a bit of a workout. So it hasn't got any specific end goal. It's not going to help you achieve a marathon or a 10K run or, you know, to get to a certain physique. But, you know, if you're playing football with your kids, it's going to be a bit of fun, right? It's going to, it's going to get the heart rate up. It's going to help improve your, your general health slightly. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, and then there's obviously social reasons. Um, I'd argue that training achieves that as well. Like, you know, we, we mainly predominantly are just training at LPT, but many people of our members come back because they love the social element as well. It's not like that they're having to do it on their own um, and that they're meeting the same people and, and building those relationships, which is really strong, as opposed to maybe like a gym workout where you, you kind of could see different people each, each day, each class. Um, one of the big benefits for me personally with, a, with a, just a workout is the, the, how it kind of de-stresses you. So one of my favorite type of workouts is just going for a long, slow jog, okay? So yeah, I'm going to burn maybe four or 500 calories over the course of 50 minutes, you know, um, but it really helps me kind of clear my mind. I think it's really good for mental health. 
Um, I know some people like to cycle. Some people after this lockdown period, they just like to go for a walk. And that's absolutely you know cool as well. So like I said, absolutely nothing wrong with working out. But so let's look at the flip side to that. What are the downsides then? Because that all sounds really cool, right? Um, so, you know, if you were to just, let's say you were to just join a, a gym without really thinking about it. Um, I spoke to a guy just not just 10 minutes ago who who's not really ever done anything exercise or training wise before. So if he was just to go to a gym and maybe just join a random class, you know, without the, the coach really understanding any of his past history, without understanding that he hasn't done any exercise for maybe 20 years, um, you know, and understand that what movement capabilities that he has. And then he, let's say he goes into say like a body pump class or, or, you know, um, a body combat class, even worse, like a really high impact class. Well, you know, if he's carrying maybe two or three stone extra weight, which lots of people do. Um, and then he's got tight hamstrings, tight hip flexors maybe he's got a bit of a, a tight back because he's been you know he's got a day job where he sits down all day and then suddenly he's like jumping around the room doing punching and kicking and maybe doing body pump and lifting some weights for high reps um what can happen is something that happens all the time he actually does the opposite to what his outcome is he achieves the dopamine hit of feeling good because he's done something and that's positive but actually his, his body's just not ready for that type of workout. And, you know, he will end up putting those back out. He'll end up hurting his knees and he'll end up spending a lot of money on physiotherapy, osteopaths. And, you know, I've been doing this for 15 years. And I can tell you, well, I, I can't tell you actually how many times I've, I've seen this happen. Um, and it's one of the, my big motivators to drive LPT forwards. And, and that's one of my big, why I'm a big fan of, of, our sort of business model and other transformation clubs who are very keen on movement first and making sure that you know your members are well screened and making sure that um, exercises are adapted to the person and personalized and that's the big difference between training and workouts is obviously training particularly if you're choosing a coach that that's going to work with you is you're actually going to leapfrog the result because you're actually doing the the more efficient and effective type of exercise um, so as good as exercise and workouts can be, you know, again, what happens a lot with workouts is people will work out to lose weight or get fit. And, but it will be a spur of the moment thing that they may be not done a lot for a year or two or six months. And then they'll look in the mirror one day and they'll be like, Oh no, I've gained a stone. I've gained two stone. I need to, I need to lose that now. <laughs> and they'll go and do like, you know, a six mile jog six mile run or they're going to do like two or three classes back to back at their gym and you know they suffer like mad um for the next week or two weeks to the point where sometimes they just won't even come back um and that can be enough to put put them off whereas if they said you know what i need to do this for my health i need to do i'm looking at the long term uh you know i'm obviously getting into bad habits let's let's put together a good sort of eight to 12 week plan um, that I, I'm willing to commit to. You know, you decide how many times a week you're willing to commit to, to it. Um, and, you know, obviously I'd highly recommend you get a coach who understands programming, understands the body, 
But, you know, even if you just did it yourself and you, you, you've been, you was really honest with yourself about what is it that you feel like you can do. Maybe you can go for a, a bike ride. Maybe you can you go for a walk a few times a week. Maybe you just need to keep it really simple for the first few, th- three or four weeks. And, you know, if it's weight loss as well, you, you obviously want to be really looking at your nutrition. So it's just understanding. I guess the big difference between working out and training is understanding what the end outcome is. You know, if your main reason for working out is because, you know, you want to meet some people, you know, maybe you just want to have, um, you know, you want to have a bit more of a social life and you want to have a bit of fun, and but you want to have some healthy fun rather than just going to the pub, um, then great, you know, getting involved in a running club, getting involved into um, a workout regime is fantastic. However, um, if we move now into like more of the training side of things, um, if you... What are the benefits of training? Well, you can really leapfrog, like I said earlier, you can leapfrog the result. So if you spent the last two or three years hopping from one gym to the other, maybe you've bought like some exercise DVDs or you've started doing some stuff online. You know, I've got clients that have started doing things like Peloton online and after a few weeks they they get a bit bored with that. You know, um, it's so easy with a workout regime only to be sporadic you know, and not to have any sort of commitment. Whereas if you if you can really dial down on a, on a training routine that you're committing to and you, you make that commitment um, and you know what the end outcome goals are for yourself, you're setting them. Something that we do at LPT is, well, one thing, new thing we're doing is we're getting our members to review their goals every single month. We're checking in with them each month to track their progress. Okay, um, and this is something you should be doing with your own training program is, is making sure that you're really specific on what your milestones are. And that's the key, one of the key differences with training compared to workouts is you know what your milestones are, right? So, I, so running is a good example, actually. So if someone said, oh, I'm just going for a run, you know, that's obviously a workout. You know, that's, that's just exercise. Whereas training, if someone says, I'm going for this 5K run because I've got my I've got my half marathon race in six weeks time, you know, they're, they're obviously following a regime. They're following a, a structured progressive regime that's going to get them to that end outcome where they can maybe do their sub 130 or two hour half marathon, whatever they're training to, to achieve. So they've got that specific end outcome in mind. So, you know, the next question you may have is, well, okay, Matt, so it sounds like training is quite a good idea if I really want to achieve a specific end result. Maybe it's to lose a weight. Maybe it's to achieve a certain performance goal. Um, where do I start? So that, that, would be, that would be a good question. Um, so where you want to start is obviously with the goal. You need to be clear on what the goal is. You need to be understanding of, of how realistic that goal is. The, the SMART acronym is, is, a, is a good one to use. So that's setting a specific, measurable, okay, attainable and realistic um, goal. Okay, what's the, t- try and remember what the T is of SMART now. Um, specific, measurable, oh, time making sure that the time is um, reasonable as, as well. So if, let's say you, you've got three months to achieve something. What can I achieve in three months? And yeah, this again, this is where, you know, talking to a coach about what is realistic can actually really help you. Um, 
but that's a good place to start. And then the next thing is you need to have the principle of progressive overload. So whether it's improving your strength, whether it's improving your overall aerobic capacity and cardio, you need to have some you need to have some progressions. And I, I would say this is probably one of the biggest issues with purely a workout-based regime is there's there's very little thought over what progressions am I making? Am I increasing my weights each week? You know, am I increasing the reps that I'm doing? If you're doing random, if you're doing like Zumba one day, you're doing body pump another, and you're doing um, like, you know, a cardio workout, boxer size another day, you, you're not going to be able to see, you're going to get the calorific burn, you're going to get that feel good factor because you're doing something positive, but you're not going to be able to specifically see the journey from A to B in terms of you getting closer to an end goal. Unless your goal is just to be active, you know, and 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 chase health, okay? Um, but if you, like many people do, if you're joining a gym or you're joining a program where you actually wanna see a specific end weight loss goal, then you do need to get specific with what those goals are gonna be, okay? Um, the other considerations with uh, training, so FIT is another acronym actually. So FIT, um, spelled F-I-T-T, okay? So it stands for frequency, intensity, time, and type, okay? So once you have your goal in concrete and you, you've got that set down, then you need to work out what's the frequency, how often are you gonna be training? Okay, that's really important to know. That can be taken into account by looking at your, your work-life balance, like how much time do I actually have available? This is a big problem with having a workout regime is you're not preempting. People, people tend not to preempt when they're going to do their workouts because it's not, in a, it's not within a structured formula. They'll just try and get a workout in whenever they've got a spare 10 minutes or a spare an hour. Okay. Whereas if you preempt, well, these are the three days a week that I can really commit to. So now I know that. Now I know what type of program I can do. And that's one of the T's is type. Okay. So you've got frequency, intensity. Okay. Because once you know what your goal is and you've done the SMART goals and you know what your time frame is, you can then work out what the intensity needs to be. Typically, it's going to start a little bit easy. Like if you do one of our six-week challenges, we often use the RPE scale as a, as a, as a rate reference. Okay, so RPE stands for rate of perceived exertion. Okay, so if you're a beginner, um, we want you to be starting around a five or a six. Okay, so a 10, by the way, is like you're working so hard that you're almost on the floor. You definitely can't hold a conversation. Whereas a one is like you've just fallen out of bed. Okay, you're, you're still you're still barely awake, so that gives you a bit of a range of intensity. If you're a complete beginner, guys, and you're just starting the training regime, and, and this is a this is a beginner's guide series, then you know you you want to be looking at sort of a five or a six, so real medium intensity, because you want to build that momentum, you want to build that positivity that you can do this, um, and once you start to you know increase your frequency you know, the amount of times that you train each week, then, you know, no surprise, after a few weeks, you're going to be able to build the conditioning so that you can build the intensity, okay? The T, the, the, T, the first T is type. So what type of training am I going to do? 
So with LPT, you know, our average um, client just wants to lose weight. <clears throat> just want to lose weight, get a little bit fitter and tone up. Okay. So we specifically will um, set up the training program for that. Okay. Um, so that's really, that's really important. So I'm just, uh, just had a phone call come through. So sad. And um, so we will, on a Monday and Tuesday, we have our conditioning days. On a Wednesday and Thursday, we have our muscle development days. And on a Friday and Saturday, we have our more cardiovascular and HIIT sessions, okay? So there's a specific goal, and they are they run for six weeks. So we're looking for progressions each week, and then we'll tweak things up, okay? With regards to the muscle development days, typically on a Wednesday, we might be focusing more on lower body core. On a Thursday, upper body, maybe um, maybe some legs in there as well. And then after three weeks, we swap those two around. So everyone that does our program gets a good balance of upper body, lower body, core, okay? And that's what you want to be thinking about when you're setting the type of exercise that you're doing, okay? Um, then you've got the, uh, the time. So the amount of time that you need to spend on each workout to get the desired result. So as you can see, there's a massive difference between training and just working out. Just You, know, you can go work out now just do some just do 20 burpees you know just get your body rate heart rate up just go for a quick jog okay if you're going to do a structured training program then there is a lot more thought that goes into it we want to set those smart goals we want to look at our fit we want to look at our frequency intensity time and type we want to have those milestones along the way that, that are going to motivate us that's one of the reasons why i'm a big fan of training because people lose motivation really quickly when they're only choosing to work out okay and and this is because you know it does take motivation but if you have some smaller milestones along the way you feel like you're actually achieving something you feel like you're working towards something and and that that kind of drives you on to keep going so let's say your goal like one of my goals at the moment is to get my i've been doing some rehab work on my back for about three or four months now slowly getting better and you know the the light at the end of the tunnel for me is to get back to deadlifting again it's been almost a year since i could deadlift i'd love to be able to even just deadlift my own body weight um that would be a big goal for me i'm also looking at building my back strength so i want to get to 10 strict pull-ups so i'm following a strict um, regime at the moment where i'm doing three days a week of pulling work okay so this is ring work this is some um some different types of rows different type of back exercises because i know that my front of my body my upper body um is my, my posterior is a lot more um stronger and more dominant than my back okay i'm sorry my posterior my anterior and i want to change that because it shouldn't be that way and that's one of the reasons why I feel I've got some dysfunction. So you always need to be working on the next goal. Um, so hopefully that gives you a good idea of the difference between the two. Um, I guess in summary, I'd say that exercise is way better than obviously just sitting on your butt all day. <laughs> but if you are specifically looking at achieving an end goal, an end result, um, then you can definitely like leapfrog the the point from where you are now from a to b by following a structured training routine okay um if you have any questions on this then then feel free to pop us a pop us a message if you are interested obviously in getting involved in lpt's six-week training program 
then you know if you're local to um, Kettering or Northampton, then you can get in touch with us. Um, but hopefully that just answers a few questions. I, I, another summary is just you know a bit of a mixture is great. I feel um, between working out, but I think having a even if it's a real simplified training routine where you just commit to increasing something each day. Like for instance, we, we, the most simplified one we've had members doing lately is the the one month squat plan. Okay, so it's an infographic that just basically gives you a whole month squat program um and i think i can't remember what the, the top amount is it's something like the last day is is going to get you to about 150 or 175 squats okay that sounds pretty crazy right however you know this program starts really easy i think day one is like 20 or 30 squats and you could you can even split that up into doing 10 in the morning 10 at lunchtime 10 in the evening okay and then and then we increase it by like 10 reps every other day and it slowly increases as the, the weeks and the days go on and that's an example of a, just a simple really simple training routine and you can apply that to press-ups you can apply that to pull-ups you can apply that same progressive overload principle to any cardio as well so hopefully that gives you a, a real good idea and understanding of the difference of working out to training um, like I said, if you do have any questions, pop them in the comments below. And uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll see you on the, the next series. I can't remember off the top of my head what it is, but I'll be posting some, uh, some notifications and some reminders before then. Take care.